Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP, where we discuss sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the Bears' heartbreaking playoff loss at the feet of Cody Parkey. Or was it his fault? Find out what me and Ian's thoughts are on the game. In our NBA segment, we're going to discuss Tom Thibodeau and also LeBron James' GOAT comments. We're going to tell you how we personally feel about those comments in a moment. In our later segment, we have a huge story time. I'm going to share my story about what happened to me in Blue Island. And we have the 10 commandments on do's and don'ts of Super Bowl parties. Ian's going to share his list with you later on in the show. We also going to be giving out our Essence of Otis Award and much, much more. So sit back, relax, pay attention, listen, obey, and be blessed with a beautiful podcast episode. Hey, you got to take advantage of the government shutdown, right? Man, exactly, exactly. True. You got to get them while they, while they still ain't got that wall up. <laughs> True. Oh, man. Man, I know it's been a long time, man, but uh, we, we got a lot to talk about. A lot, man, a lot. We got a lot to get to. Real quick, I got a shout out, uh, uh, listener of the show, Chris Roberts. Now, this guy might not sound familiar to you, but Chris Roberts is a brother of, fleshly brother of compadres, Mike Washington. Oh, okay, okay. You remember Mike? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Send me a text like, hey man, what's up with the uh, Magnificent Vibes, man? You know, send, send me that. I said, 
promote Bags, man. He loving the show. So, big shout out. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Hey, I don't know. You're breaking up a little bit. I don't know if you're going through a tunnel. Okay. Let's see what we got. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you good now. Okay. All right, but uh, what you got today, man? What you got for these shout-outs? Hey, man, real quick, I want to send a shout-out to Leroy, the jerk guy. Um, he is my brother-in-law's father-in-law. Um, he catered the um, the Pioneers this past Saturday. It was a huge success. Everything went smooth. Shout-out to him. He did it $70 cheaper than Park Island jerk would have done it. And he gave us 25 extra pieces of chicken on top of what we would have got from Park Island jerk. So... <clears throat> Shout out to him, but also shout out to all those all those guts out there that be trying to that be trying to take advantage of the friends' kindness. Shout out to the friends who, who just showed up to the hall, just crashed behind their feet and tried to get them a plate. Y'all need to stop doing that, man. That's foul, man. That's foul. I, hey, Rod, Rod, man. So I had to oversee it, right? So they like, man, get you know, ask the sisters to help you serve. <clears throat> you know, I get my wife. And I get like three other sisters, so four servers, man. How many servers I have show up? Nine. Nine? Nine. Nine, nine. nine. I was about to say. No, no, nine, nine. Five extra people showed up that I didn't ask. Five extra people. Yep. Then wow. now we got to get played for. <clears throat> so. Let me ask you a question. Why do you think those five extra showed up? I don't know, man. I mean, like, like if it, my best guess, my, my, my first guess is that they just wanted a plate, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, when word got around and we were doing jerk, like, you know, word kind of spread pretty quick. Like, friends, friends out my way, they they, they get, you know, I don't know what it's like your way, but, <clears throat> you know, around my way, that's considered to be. But, um. We usually, we usually establish from jump, like, only the pioneer's spouse. Or, like, if we have a young pioneer that's in her teens or whatever, we allow their parents to come, and that's, that's it. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Except that, that refrains from having to feed the whole congregation. Right, because, see, the thing is this. Like, we got 20, 24 pioneers. So, it's like, it's not like oh. it was back in the day when we only had 10, 12 pioneers, and right. we feed everybody and get a take-home plate. Oh, that's good. Right. Shout out to them greedy guts that's trying to take a whole straight food home when when you ask if anybody wants to take a take home plate, man. This one sister, man. Dude, this one sister. And we, we always, she's, she's, she's always giving us issues, okay? This sister, man. She, my wife was like, you want to take a plate home? The sister in front of her, the elderly sister, was like, oh, no, it's me. I'll, if I, I'll take one, maybe she's cooking it with me, so I don't need much sister right behind pick up one of those 11 by 18 um foil tray covers yeah fill me up you know like like we got to fill up this whole tray cover this whole foil tray cover with, with nothing but chicken you know what i mean we gonna fill it all up for you so my wife my wife was a bigger savage than me okay she, she's just more of a low-key savage okay right she takes the foil from the sister and rips it in half and says, yeah, we'll, we'll try to get one or two pieces. We want everyone to get a plate. <laughs> man, shouts out to the wifey, man. So, so, the sister just made a sour face, but it was like nothing she could say. It's like, 
how you gonna sit up here? The sister in front of you was just like, who, by the way, uh, uh, you're, you're, this, this sister was trying to get all the chicken is single too, and lives by herself. How you gonna hear this old sister say, only give me a couple pieces, it's just me, and then you gonna turn around and try to get, get us to fill a whole tray for you to take home? Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. So that's shout out terrible. to all the greedy guts out there, man. Yeah, that, that's that's bogus, man. What's, you don't what's, up with that. Our, what's up with our people, Rodney? Why we why we gotta why we gotta worship with such stiff neck people, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, you you know. It, hey, wait, wait. So it, so it's, it's the weekend. The okay, gotcha. Magnificent vibe. <clears throat> it is not our aim to make anyone feel bad or browbeat anybody. No we way. Just, In no we way. Just talking. This is a safe space. This is entertainment, so we just exactly we just talking, and we trying to put it. We trying to I, put a humorous spin on things. Exactly, and and here's the thing: like you, we say what y'all want to say, what y'all just won't say it in person. <laughs> that's 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 pretty much it, you and know. We, and we put so music we, behind it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, go so that's why we call magnificent vibes. Make it go down smoother. <laughs> Yep, exactly, exactly. It, 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 here's the thing: it's they they've changed it in the "Remain Yourself in God's Love" book to from counsel to advice in one of the boxes. So look, this is just advice, y'all. This is it. all this is is advice. Don't take it as counsel; just take it as advice. And so, when you have your next pioneer session, or if you have your next gathering, you gonna think about magnificent vibes when you pick up that to go plate. And you about to grab the, the biggest breast <laughs> that's in the chicken plate. <laughs> modesty, friends. Modesty, man. Just, just. Modesty. Modesty. I, I got a funny story. It was one. Uh, I went to me and my wife. We were serving uh, the pioneers for their school. And, you know, usually congregations come every day. It's a different congregation that come every day to serve the pioneers during their school. Well, this one congregation in particular, I'm going to leave them nameless because one of them actually listens to our <laughs> podcast. Don't fire no shots. <laughs> I ain't firing no shots. I ain't firing no shots. But they, but we tell the friends, the more the food, the better. We do not want the pioneers to be short of food. This one particular congregation did not bring a lot of food at all. And but they bought like three trays of salads. So the coordinator at this particular congregation was in the pioneer school. Oh, so everybody got got their first plates and everything. And you know, we tell the friends, hey, if you want to come for seconds, feel free to do so. So when the friends came for seconds, all that was left was salad. So the brother, the coordinator, went up. He was like, that's all that's left is salad? I was like, yeah, that's all they got left, man. That's all we got left. So he walks down the hallway. Yeah, mind you, the friends that are helping at his congregation, they're there. They see this man. He's like, all right, friends, come get your salads. That's all we have left. Come get your salads. Wow. I was like, ooh, and he ain't even got a podcast to do this. He, he put his own congregation on blast in front of everybody. Wow. So, so, 
he left the salads for the friends that came up short, the congregation that came up short. Right. He 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 was just making an announcement because he's he's he is a pioneer in the school. So he's like he goes up there to get his get a second plate and all he see is salads left and he's like, oh well, he didn't get mad about it, but he knew it was his congregation, so he just puts them on blast and just walks down the hallway tell all the pioneers all the other pioneers oh there's no food left all that's left is salad <laughs> come get your salad. <laughs> he must have been he sounds like he was a caucasian brother oh yeah oh yeah he definitely was he definitely was you know what? You know what? <laughs> but he was savage though he was savage you know what caucasian friends they they actually come through. They they do. They will check in with you. You got enough food. He would hate it. Oh he yeah. Would hate it. Oh yeah. Uh huh. What do? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not even going to get on the coach with their food, man. I'm gonna just keep. I'm gonna just keep it moving, man. <laughs> we'll keep it reasonable, right? Right. We'll keep it reasonable. Shout out, shout out to the friends. We try to make us the go plate when they get up to make their first plate. <laughs> I made it. Oh, you see that a lot. That, that's bad. I'm guilty as charged. I'm, oh, no, no, I'm one of them friends, dude. I made an announcement. Right after, right before the prayer, I said, "Please, do not make a when you go up to get your first plate." And all the laugh. I was like, "Yeah, no, no one here would do that, right?" You know, but hey, they have, they have. Yeah. Wow, that is funny. Dude, that is funny. I've done it. I did it a couple of times. I, I ain't saying I always do it when I go to gatherings. But, you know, there's some there's some friends that are more lenient than others. But I, I basically, I go into it as far as whoever's host. If they're one of those hosts that's like super lenient, they don't care, help yourself type. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take advantage. I'm going to help myself. But if I know that the friends are giving instructions like, all right, you know, we got servers, only take what's given to you, this, that, and the other, then, okay, now you got to you gotta play it cool. You got to be like, all right, you know, I'll be patient. Right. I, I mainly see it at congregation picnics, you know, and it's like, you know, man. All congregation picnics are the worst. It's like, what's the rush, man? Like, like all the food ain't even cooked yet. Like, relax. Like, <laughs> That's what we're going to do, man. Mostly we get to summertime, we also want to do our, our, our congregation picnic commandments, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cookout segment. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get into that. We we got another segment, though, later in the show uh, in relation to Super Bowls that we're going to get into later, man. I can't wait to get into that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But uh, speaking of who's not going to the Super Bowl, it won't be our Chicago Bears. Hey, man. The Bears, the Bears were looking good all season. I tip my hat for them. They did what they were supposed to do. Um, do the loss hangs on the shoulders of one man. I don't want to hear nothing about how Trubisky should have got another touchdown on some drive. I don't want to hear about uh, the two-point conversion, the field two-point conversion attempt. I don't want to hear about that. This this calls on one guy. Mm-hmm. One job. You don't you don't even have to stay in shape. <clears throat> You're the kicker. You just have to know how to kick that ball. Okay. Sebastian Janikowski is nowhere near in shape. That dude got a beer belly, and he's still out there kicking field goals. You know, and it was a re- such a reachable goal. It wasn't like you was at the sixty yard line. You was at like the forty-three. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I agree with you. You got one job, and that is 
to kick a field goal. I looked at the score. I was looking down at the scoreboard before this happened. Right when the Bears were driving down and getting into field goal um, range. And I looked down and I said, ooh, Philly got one more timeout left. I think they're going to use that to freeze the kicker. That's the worst thing you can do to a kicker that's struggling. And my wife was like, what do you mean by freeze the kicker? I was like, you'll see. Soon enough, he, he kicked the first field goal. And even even the one he made, it didn't look, I mean, it, it went through, but it didn't look convincing. And, you know, shouts out to the Eagles for calling that timeout and, you know, allowing Parkey to think about his fate before his second kick. And then there's this report that came out that the, the ball was tipped. Did you see that? Yeah, like a finger. They said like a finger hit it or something. First of all, look at the direction that the ball was going before it tipped his finger. It was going the, that way anyway. Yeah, the minute the minute he the second he kicked that ball, I, I knew this ain't going through. This is not. Yeah, that. I was watching it on a TV in a sushi uh, place in a sushi restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> and my meat uh-huh. thirty, so I'm like, man, I ain't about to make plans to go nobody's house, rush over somebody's house, right? Game. And I'm so glad I didn't do that because I would have been so disappointed, man. But like, yeah, I'm watching on the screen in the Chinese restaurant. Everybody's looking at my face, like, like what's wrong? I'm like, man, Bears lose. But these are the Chicago Bears I know. You know, I, I gotta mm-hmm. say, the Bears that have been on fire, I don't recognize that. Team. I, I recognize the Chicago <laughs> Bears that disappoint. <laughs> but that, yeah, said, I, that being said, I feel good about. Uh, where the Bears sit for next year because I do too because you know where your strengths are you know where your weaknesses are you had a decent season you exceeded expectations okay yeah big and, time 12 wins nobody had them at 12 wins and you now you even know who you got to get rid of <laughs> exactly you know and you're gonna add more when the draft comes you're gonna add to the talent that you already have in the draft yep yeah, so they, they look so, good for next year. So many Bears fans are worried. Oh man, I hope they don't be like Jacksonville and just fall off completely after you know a good such a good season. But I don't think that's going to happen. So. Well, I, I told I told a, a friend of mine. I said this this is the 2015 Chicago Cubs. They were exciting to watch. They were good. Nobody expected them to do be this good. They were hitting their ceiling, and then they got the their, the the brakes beat off of them in the playoffs. And it's like okay. Well, we didn't expect them to get this far, but they look promising for next year, and then they end up winning the World Series. So and then there's other teams in the past and in, in sports past that even the Bulls, you look at the Bulls, all those years they lost to the Pistons, and they finally got over the hump. There there are, you know, I'm not sitting here comparing the Bears to those teams, but I'm just saying I'm not gonna overreact and say, Well, I don't think they're gonna ever get back. You know, it's it's kinda like you're overreacting. You're, you're being a prisoner of the moment. Yeah, that's what Bears fans do. They they're very reactionary. Um, they're very in the moment. They, dude, there were brothers at my meeting last night. Oh, I'm sorry, Sunday night. That were singing the Super Bowl shuffle before the game. Oh my God! Come on. Can we and leave '85 alone? I'm like, oh y'all and y'all jinxing them. It's like, yeah, I know they look good and everything, but like, they they still got like two, three more teams to get to go through. Like. <laughs> Even if they even if they beat the Eagles, so like let's let's kind of. I was worried. I was worried about this Eagles matchup 
going into it because they are defending Super Bowl champions. They've been here before. They have an experienced quarterback that won a Super Bowl, won Super Bowl MVP. I knew this wasn't going to be a cakewalk for the Bears. And the way the game started, I was like, this is not feeling like it's going to... This this game is feeling like it's going to come down to somebody's kicker. And it came down to ours. And that's what happened. It's, it's the result we got. And man, yep, yep. You hit it on the head, man. And, and I will say this um, before we move on. I just want to cover some things because I, I another thing that I don't like to do is text back and forth about game results and stuff like that and group text because all guys want to do is argue you down and everything and they don't get the context of what you're of what you're texting. I mentioned a statement about Matt Nagy during that two point conversion and I didn't think that was the reason why we lost. But the two point conversion, I felt like Nagy got too cute. And what I mean by that, people were saying, well, Everybody goes for it on second down. I mean, two-point conversions. I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I don't have a problem with him going for the two-point conversion. But let me ask you an honest question, Ian. When you saw Khalil Mack come out on offense, do you really think they were going to throw that ball to Khalil Mack? No, no. No, I don't think anybody did. He was definitely a decoy. Everybody knew he was a decoy. The problem that I had... The problem that I had on that failed two-point conversion was you give it to Taylor Gabriel, who's your smallest player on the field, to try to stuff him in within three yards with all of these big 300-pound defensive linemen from the Eagles. That's not going to work. Are you kidding me? You did all that just so you could give it to a five-foot-nine wide receiver? That's where I felt like Nagy got cute. So I just want to clear that part of about my cute argument. Because Nagy does that. He's a, he, he turned out to be an excellent coach for the Bears. Hopefully he can keep this up as long as he can. But sometimes this is what gets him in trouble. He gets too cute. And then I felt like he could have took another shot at the end zone towards the end of the game. When you want him to get aggressive, he doesn't. So it is like... I ain't saying that's the reason why we lost, but I definitely thought he got too cute. Absolutely, absolutely. So, but uh, with that said, I'm, my hats off to the Chicago Bears. I thought they this was a great season. I had them at nine wins. I think you had them at eight. Correct. And they they totally exceeded our expectations. They were fun to watch this year. Unlike most years, when we already expect them not to make the playoffs by week two. And um, they're 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 looking good. Um, I still think I think they need a running back. Um, Jordan Howard is not the answer. I think they need to get rid of him, and they need a running back that's going to be like one of those game changing running backs because they really don't have that. And uh, but other than that, and, and a new kicker, of course, <laughs> which Bears eat that fifteen million. I'm sorry, eat that fifteen. I don't care about y'all. Shouldn't have paid him that much in the first place. Eat that fifteen million up and get rid of that guy, please. <laughs> or or Bears fans are gonna be really upset. Yeah, if they see that dude again next year, oh my god! I I haven't seen a dude get booed like that since Rex Grossman. I think I think he might have got it worse than Rex, dude. Yeah, I think so too. 
it, it was bad, dude. Did you see when he ran into the uh, locker room? Did you see that footage? No, man. I stopped looking at the TV after after the end of the game. Oh man, it was bad. It was brutal. I will say this. I I thought I I, I definitely give him the cut. I, I give him a. I give him a Cuddy Award. I'm going to give him an early Cuddy Award. Hey, man, don't give him no award just yet, man. He can just be a nominee. Uh, he can be a nominee? All right, we'll wait to the end of the show then. Uh, so up next, let's go. Uh, let's make this transition to the NBA, man. Tibbs got the boot once again, man. And the possible uh, the replacement for him is Fred Hoiberg. So how do you feel about that? Man, if that's who that I'm hearing, I, I don't want to. I don't want to spend too much time on this, man. But like, like if that's what the Timberwolves are thinking, dude, they are stupider than the Bulls. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I also heard Chauncey Billups. Okay, yeah, it's very choppy. <clears throat> Let me uh, let's 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 go on commercial play, and then uh, we'll be back in time. Enjoy all of your favorite songs by the wonderful voice whom we all love, Louis Armstrong. It's been so long since I had you, baby. I'ma tell you, I'm feeling so sorry, so sorry about you, Missing you by Diana Ross. And the artist formerly known as Prince would die for you. In his own jazz. All that jazz. And this one he features Morris Day himself with What Do I Do? To order this remarkable cassette or compact disc, send check or money order to Donut Boy Recordings, 3431 Corner Gardens, Detroit, Michigan. For Louis is alive and he takes over the world. For more information, one eight hundred All right, we back. We back. We back. All right. All right. Yeah, that's a lot better. A lot better. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. So, so uh, picking up where we left off at. Right before commercial break, you, you said Chauncey Billups was was a candidate. Yeah, Chauncey Billups was a possible candidate as well. I get the feeling that Chauncey Phillips is kind of waiting for the right um, situation, an ideal, I shouldn't say the right situation, but an ideal situation for him to walk into. He, he seems shrewd enough to not want to walk into a man or some Mickey Mouse organization that's just been screwing up for 10, 12 years and thinking that he's going to turn the whole Oh, man. Right. Because didn't he, wasn't he also offered... Um, wasn't he also offered like the, the Cavaliers head coaching job or something? Yes, he was. Yes, yes, he did, and he turned that down, right? He turned that down, and wasn't he also offered like a Knicks coaching position at one point? I don't remember the Knicks, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks was trying to get him. It was it was the Cavs, and it was another team. I can't remember who, but 
whoever it was, they were just a uh, just a terrible organization. They still are. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I think he's good enough to not walk into the back. But you know, I don't know, man. The Timberwolves, man, they just <clears throat> it's 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 it, it, it's just unfortunate geography there. It's like if y'all were in the East, y'all would make it. Yeah, I think I think I don't know, um, but it's just too many quality teams in the West. Too many, and I, honestly, I think they need to just wait wait out the season before they pick a new head coach because it's just in they're, they're in shambles right now. I mean, stake by trying to turn the Timberwolves into Chicago Bulls all over again because it didn't it, it backfired on them and it backfired on them in a horrible way because Jimmy Butler had this whole incident over the summer and. You know, now he's gone. He's in Philly, and now you're still without a job. So it really didn't. It really didn't help. And then even before that, Tibbs didn't really develop the talent like everybody thought he was going to, like he did in Chicago. So that was another thing. The only thing that he really helped develop was resurrect Derrick Rose's career. Yep, that's pretty much yep. it. Yeah. Everything else is like, you know, he's all right, but I'm sorry, Tom, you ain't real. Right, right. I mean, you're gone. (laughs) He's all right. You know, he's all right. Yeah. Yeah. And and then I heard that the the final straw for Tom Thibodeau was this, that I guess during that Lakers blowout, they, they blew out the Lakers over the weekend. And he kept the starters in during the blowout, and upper management just lost it. And there's that that was the final straw. Now, I don't know if they gave him warnings in the past, but you know, Tom has a record of overplaying guys, so I think I honestly think that that was one of the biggest reasons why they let him go because they were just tired of the lack of development and the the. Just him just wanting so much out of players during practice and then just running them down during games, you know, that that doesn't develop talent. All that does is burn out your players. True. And true. you saw that. You saw that with Noah, you saw that with Rose, you saw that with Butler. You know, it's it's not a good it's not it doesn't leave your team it, it doesn't allow your team to develop and get to the next level. Uh Will he find another coaching job? Probably not this year. He probably had just sit on his money again and probably get another. Might he might get another coaching job somewhere else, depending on how upper management feels. But he's clashed with upper management twice with two franchises, and you know how these these owners in the NBA, you know how they work, man. It's a it's a cult basically. You know, you rub one of them the wrong way, that's it, man. That you can kiss your coaching career goodbye. Yeah, very true. Very true. This next topic I want to get into. I wanted to get into. I wanted to do an episode last week so bad, but so much was going on. We had our pioneer meeting too, which turned out to be a success. Shouts out to Mario Curcio for offering his home. Man, cooked everybody, all the pioneers, a big breakfast, bro. It was it was nice, man. It was nice. So, uh, so yeah. But I wanted to during that time. They shot this episode, this LeBron, the barbershop, 
thing that comes on. I think Showtime or something like that, or HBO, one of those cable channels. And LeBron made the comment about he felt that the moment he beat the Warriors in Game 7, or the Cavs beat the Warriors in Game 7 in 2016, that that game made him the GOAT. Do you agree with LeBron's comments? Heck no. <laughs> that just turns a big head Rico for me, man. Man, I'm eating a banana right now, bro. Like, dude, time won't... We're we going to have to do an in-depth episode for this one. Time won't allow me to allow yeah. why I disagree with the comments. But <clears throat> overall, dude, if you got to say it, you're not. Exactly. That, let it, let it, you put it... Yeah, you put it point blank and simple. Yeah. It's like the whole genius argument. Like, people who are really geniuses aren't walking around declaring themselves genius. They're just doing genius stuff. Yeah. You know. Well, don't call yourself genius. Don't call yourself a genius if you're not original. Yeah, yeah, that too. That too. You know. Hey, man, look. Mike said it best when he was like, I would never call myself a ghost because that would be disrespectful to all those who come to court. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. You have this other layer of, like, you know, disrespect, and it's like, <clears throat> we, we, live, we, live, we live in a time where people believe that the past doesn't matter, what's the jump before doesn't matter. And that's why people keep making the same mistakes, you know? Keep all falling victim to the same thing because they don't. They don't read up or study up on what's come before them or what's happened before. They won't understand. <clears throat> and uh, you know, it, it just people people just keep repeating the same thing. You know, and it's like yeah, LeBron, oh, come on, man, because you came back from a three-one deficit, okay? So did you forget that another team came back from a three-one deficit that same in that same playoff? Yeah. <laughs> so what does that make them? Right. You know what I mean. You know, it's just, it's just stupid. And like, and like, twelve other teams have come back from the two one deficit. Yeah, there. I'm gonna go back to the '98. Uh, I was actually cutting hair at the crib, and we were um, watching. So SB Nation got this series called Rewinder, where they take like classic games. They take the end of a classic game. They pause it before the actual play happens, and they rewind back to talk about what led to this play. So they were breaking down the 98 NBA Finals. And that Utah, it might be Utah, he'd be the white guy in Stockton, your old Carl Malone, which he wasn't 37, he wasn't old. But uh, they talked about who Utah beat leading to that series. Let me just... Right. Let me just notate some of the Hall of Famers they beat when they got on their way to the 98 Finals. Charles Barkley, Tim Duncan, David Robinson, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant. That was bef- that was the competition they beat before they got to the final that 98 Finals when Mike bust when Mike bust them bust them up. So. <laughs> Don't give me 73 win Golden State Warriors. I, who, I mean, put that up against, and I look back at that, I, I look back at Golden State's run to that finals in 2016, James Harden, 
Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. on, man. Which one is better? Which which group of which group of players were better that Utah beat in compared to that NBA Finals? Yeah, it's not even close, please. man. Like, come on, man. It's, please, people, stop it. I don't even want to get this argument. No, no, no time, man. <laughs> we we gonna move on. We we made our point. We made our point. And we can make we it more point. in another episode. It's just, man. Yeah. It's just whatever, man. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, let's. Uh, I, I want to get. I, I'm. I was gonna talk about Jimmy Butler, but I'm not in the mood, man. Just. just <laughs> Jimmy Butler makes me sick. Did, did I say <laughs> he, he, he did the exact same. You you said it. You said it in the podcast. Said, you said it. He was going to do this exact same thing once he got comfortable. We're going to find out how he really Oh, my God, man. Talk about. Does this dude. Do, do you have like. A, a, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Rodney. Something feminine Rodney, happening. Rodney. You know who he reminds me of? Who you remind you of, man? Man, did someone get shot? No, I'm in Chicago, dog. <laughs> Sounded like a gunshot in there. <laughs> no, this lady just dropped something. He reminds me of your boy. You were telling me about that we both know. So you said Jimmy Butler reminded you of who? Um, you know what? I'm going to just say it because I can always his name out. Right. He reminds me of your boy... Yeah, please edit that, but go ahead. Um, because no matter what situation you put him in, he's going to find a way to complain. He is a malcontent. Um, yeah. You know, everything is someone else's fault. You know, forget uh-huh. what I'm doing or not doing. So-and-so should have should have did his job better. So-and-so needs, needs to improve on yeah. that. So-and-so has a problem over there. <clears throat> you yeah. Um, yeah. He's a malcontent, man. And... There are more people like like that person out there because we got a few in this latest congregation merge from another congregation, and it's like, okay, y'all sending us y'all garbage. I, I see what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's that's just the category Jimmy Butler falls. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. <laughs> I think uh, Jimmy is never content with no, no matter where he goes. This he came over to Philly and they started winning instantly. They're playing. Look like they're playing good. Their chemistry is good. Complaints are coming after wins. This, these not coming after losses. These are coming after when they win. And it's like, what? so imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine how toxic it's going to be once they hit the playoffs and they actually start facing some real adversity. Right. If they play the Raptors and Kawhi Leonard is putting his work on them, how are they going to respond? Are they gonna start pointing fingers at each other? Are they gonna start yelling at each other? Like it's, it's it's really, you know, Jimmy Jimmy causes chemistry to break. He doesn't. He's a chemistry breaker. That's what he is. He just goes places and say, "Hmm, you know, look at this these guys over here. You know, good young talent. You know, let me go in here, show them what I got, and then tell them I'm better than I'm better than all y'all. Y'all need to make more offense for me. Like I, I'm." I'm still better than all y'all. Like it's like Jimmy. Have you won a championship yet? Have you even taken a team to the finals yet? Have you had conference finals? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, why are why do you have this aura about yourself 
that you got all these accolades when all you did was work hard from where you came from and he said this in an interview with Garnett oh I worked I worked hard from where I came from I was a 28 draft pick I had to but wait fight a minute, for where wait a I minute, needed to be but wait a minute so you're the only one who's worked hard in the whole NBA <laughs> you're the only one according to him yeah you're the only one who was an underdog and underrated and had to fight your way to the top you're the only one huh Man, so I ain't trying to hear you, man. I, I, I. <laughs> he, he getting, he getting hey, you re- you sound like you're ready to give an award. Dude, he getting sprayed with just Essence of Otis right now, man. Uh. <laughs> essence of Otis? He getting sprayed, man. I'm giving him two puffs of the Essence of <laughs> Two sprays of the Essence of Otis right now. <laughs> Hey, I got the I, I got them in the sticks. You know those uh, smell good sticks that they sell on uh, at the train station. Yeah. I got one. I, I'm gonna just rub it on his wrist, man, so we can rub it together. African oil sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it, give him some African oil sticks with the essence of all this fragrance on it, man. Yeah, whatever. Moving on, man. Like, we going on like to our second segment, dude. I don't even, it ain't no comparison. He don't even belong in the same sentence with Lance. <laughs> he don't belong in the same sentence with Lance. Lance out there making plays, man. Yeah, yeah. Do you see his new method? Speaking of Lance Stevenson, do you see his new method that he's going into these games now? Which method is that? Okay, so like of a, course Luke Walton like not giving him the playing time. He's like a kung fu master. He's, he's a master of many styles. So you gotta you gotta specify <laughs> you gotta specify which one. Okay, uh, this is this is the, the the praying mantis. Before third quarters, he just hits you with those buzzer beaters. He's starting to hit you with a buzzer beater before before the end of third quarters. He hitting you with one of those kind of back passes. He's crossing guys, two guys in a row. He's doing something spectacular in third quarters that's changing the momentum of games to favor the Lakers. And then they put him, put him on the bench, and then the Lakers lose. Yeah, Every man. time. Yeah, they, they, they got to figure out how to use him better, man. Like, let him close out the fourth quarters, man. Let, let him close out these games. They not letting him, man. They not letting him. They wonder, Luke Walton's going around, going down. Lonzo Ball's throat, and Brandon Ingram's throat talking about they need to play harder. Dude, no. <laughs> Come on, man. Nobody, they don't need to play harder. You just like, need to why, play in the game. Why convince two dudes who are like, if they're second year in the league, why spend so much time trying to convince them to play harder when you have a proven hard player already in the squad? Right. Right. It's like this people, guy puts people keep trying to make this this, this Lonzo Ball thing happen so bad, like so bad. You know, like, Lonzo is going to be a good average player. That's about it. Nothing yeah. better. Yeah. You know, that's nothing better. He's not even going to be. I don't even think he's going to. He, he'll do at best be like a Michael Conley. Like, at best. Yeah. Like, stop trying to make this Lonzo Ball thing happen, man. Like he ain't that dude. He's just not. <laughs> no, he ain't. He ain't. And, and he ain't going to be Trey, baby. At, like. Stop trying to get your all out of Ingram. Ready this dude. So, you know, Anthony Davis is gonna be right. Just 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 keep watching NBA fans. Keep watching. They need to trade both of them. They need to trade ball and Ingram, but 
Anthony Davis and let Lance run the point. <laughs> yeah, man. As simple as that. Especially with Rondo being out for a month. Yeah. yeah. But moving on, man. Moving on. We going to our second segment, story time. We got a couple of. Uh, it's not necessarily a story time. It's just basically a couple of segments where I'm gonna tell a story, and then we're gonna get into this whole Super Bowl uh, party conversation because. Uh, we got some thoughts on that, but I just want to reveal some, a story that happened to me a couple of episodes back. Uh, we were talking about Blue Island, and uh, Blue Island's not known as one of the most dangerous neighborhoods in Chicago, but it is a staple in my life because I actually, I actually went to Environmental Technical Institute, which is a HVAC school. Out in Blue Island ETI, shouts out to Mr. A Great teacher I think he's dead too But if he's not, then Whatever But uh, <laughs> One day uh, I was coming from school In Blue Island I was on my way home Had to get some gas I was driving a Chevy uh, That was one of my favorite cars, bro You're driving Favorite cars You know how many Huh? You were driving a Chevy what? A Chevy Celebrity. Okay. 1988. When I bought it, it only had 66,000 miles on it. Oh, man. And this is, we're talking 2004. This is the year 2004. So that's pretty good for a Chevy Celebrity. Uh, but that car helped me get through school. It did, it served its purpose. Only paid like 800 for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it served its purpose. Man, I but, love uh, cars like I that, need... man. I love cars like that. Man, dude. Man. Man. And it had a good sound system in there. I didn't even have to put no sounds in it. The speakers was like nice and clear. Like it was great, man. Great. I was bumping a lot. It, around that time, it was some good albums. You know, bumping some good hip hop on the way to school and back. You know, that was a great year for me, man. But uh, not on this particular day. So I go get some gas. And I see this dude, and he like, he like, and I'm looking over and I'm like, oh, what's up? You know? Wait, you're in your car? I'm out of my car getting, I'm pumping my, I'm about to start pumping my gas. Okay. So he saw, so he's trying to get my attention. I look over at him. I say, yeah, what's up? What's up? Uh, you, you, You need some gas? I was like, no, I'm straight. And I'm like thinking to myself, why this dude asking me, do I need some gas, man? Like, I don't see what. So I pump my gas. Dude still in his car. Now he's on the other side of the pump that I'm at. And so he kind of like stand in his car. I end up pumping all my gas in, you know, put my 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 uh my gas little top, twisty top. Put that back on, get back in the car. I get ready to pull out of the parking lot. So I pull out, he pulls out at the same time. So he pulled on the side of me, rolls the window down. I'm like, what's up, man? He's like, hey, man, where you going? I'm like, I'm going home, man. Like, what's up? What you want? Yeah, I kid you not, bro. This man stuck his tongue out 
and started licking his tongue at me and blew a kiss. What? Bruh. <laughs> I rolled my window down so quick. I'm rolling my window up so quick. <laughs> and I hit the floor. I floored the gas pedal. I floored it. I drove what? down. Dude, I took off. Do you know uh-huh. this dude chased after me? What? Yes. This dude chased after me. So I'm driving. I'm like, oh, snap. This dude chasing after me. Are you serious? I'm getting chased by a homo? So next thing you know, I'm like, you know what? I got to make a right. I turn. I, I even use my turn signal. I just bust a right down this alley. <laughs> Next thing you know, I floored it. I don't care if it was dogs in the alley. I don't care if it was kids in the alley. Man, I was hitting it, dude. I'm in my rearview mirror. I see him turn down the alley, bro. I'm like, oh, you gotta be kidding me, man. So I'm halfway down Wait, the so alley. How long had this he chase, just dropped. Dude, the chase had this chase went on for a good five minutes. And I found and I, and I came out. I came when I finally came out the alley. I was dry. I, I drive. I drove down. It was like a, I made a left. I made a left, and then I made a quick right, and then I turned down another alley, and I lost him. That is crazy, dude. Oh, dude! I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, are you kidding me? Did I just get <laughs> like? What was that all about? That is crazy. He rolled down the window like, hey, Almond Brown. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm straight, dude. <laughs> he chased you down? Yeah, man. I mean, what was he going to do went if from he him. caught up with you? Like, knock you out and then drag you back to his place? Like, I, I have no clue, dude. I have man, no clue. Dude, but should, That would have been a, a, one of the most appropriate times to have the dumb on you. Like, <laughs> dude, I, man, I, I, if I was strapped, I would not. I, I promise you, I promise you, it, it would have been. I would definitely not have been in you know, old high speed chase. He would have. He would have took off right away. But I'm like, this man offered. He asking me, do I need some gas? So I'm like. What is he trying to offer? Is he gonna pay for my gas or like what? I don't know what he's trying to do. I'm already suspicious. I didn't already got I got robbed at gunpoint a year prior to this event. So I'm like my whole my whole spidey sense <laughs> is always tingling. Yeah, you thinking he on that, you know? Yeah, I'm thinking he on that. And this man on some other stuff. He on some <laughs> broke other, other some broke back mountain. Yeah, he on that other other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man he chased you down in his car dude he was violently inflamed with passion <laughs> bro i felt dude, i felt like lot man oh my God. <laughs> i felt like lot dude that is crazy dude well i mean shoot stephanie stephanie wasn't in the car so i couldn't be like hey here's steph <laughs> right right take her <laughs> take her <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Man, that is nuts, dude. Yo, man, I got a crazy story for next week, man. It actually just went down maybe like a month or so ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to share that. You got to share that. I got to share it, man. It's it's a messed up story, but it, 
but it but it, it has a I guess you could say it's got a good humorous twist to it. Oh, okay. Definitely. I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. This Super Bowl party talk, man. Do's and don'ts right. of Super Bowl parties, man. All right. So here we go, man. We're going to go into the, the 10 Super Bowl party commandments. Man. These are rules for both host and guests to abide by to make sure your Super Bowl party is a success this year. We, we, we know we got we got... We got several Super Bowl parties coming up. And by the way, by the way, these these rules are also applicable to other graphics. Okay? So we know we're, we're not too big on rules and laws and more about So right, these, right. these principles can be applied to other events, not just Super Bowl parties, but in particular, <clears throat> Super Bowl parties, since we're going into that season. So let's get into it. Man. All right, let's go. All right, so commandment one, man. This is for the host. If you're if you're if you're the host of the Super Bowl party, provide something other than just your house. By that gotcha. I mean, by that I mean, have at least one dish there. Yeah. I'm not saying you gotta lay it out with a with a seven course spread and provide the whole meal for your guests, but at least have one dish there. When yes, definitely. Some some, some something. Something like just don't be like yeah come over to my house and then we figure out the reservation because if you try to order a pizza on Super Bowl Sunday you're going to be hard pressed to find a place that can actually do it in enough time. Okay, so please please provide at least one dish to the host. Commandment two: This is for guests. Do not come empty-handed. Don't. I don't care if you bring um a, a bowl of dip. Please just don't come in again. Like, I hate it when, I hate it when, it's like you, you, you invite some guests and they, they're very thoughtful and they bring, they bring food, they bring beer or whatever the case may be. And then, what do certain niggas bring? Mo niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't have nothing. And they got nothing in hand, dude. They got nothing. Please right. bring something. Please bring something, Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I don't care if it's a bag of chips, some wings, whatever. <clears throat> All right. Commandment three. Also for guests. Let your yes mean yes and your no mean. Okay. If I invite you to my Super Bowl party, or if anyone invites you to their Super Bowl party, chances are they're trying to get ahead and have to figure out how much food they're going to buy. Do not, what I, what I want to say is, do not head your invitation. Do not tell someone you're going to come to their Super Bowl party and then wait for invitation to what you feel is a better Super Bowl party and then go to that party. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's shysty. That's not cool. You know what I'm saying? If I invite you, just tell me yes or no. Don't be like, oh, man, yeah, you know, that sounds like a good idea, man. I'm going to be back to you. I'm going to see if we can make that happen. No, 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 nigga. Tell me (laughs) yes or no. Are you going to make it to this Super Bowl party? If you got... If you got squad that you normally watch the Super Bowl with, cool. That's cool. Just tell me. Yo, I'm going to watch right. Super Bowl this shit with my squad. Let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Okay? Gotcha. Some, some years I switch it up. You know, I watch Super Bowl one year with squad. Next year, you know, I might catch up with some old friends uh, uh, I ain't kicked with in a while. Or I might just, some years I might just keep it regional. I might just, my congregation. 
who are um, doing the Super Bowl party. You know what I'm saying? Politics. You know what I'm saying? We, get, we Me and you, Roddy, we, we got obligations to fulfill as elders. So we want to support our own. So, yep. you know, I personally switch it up, you know, every year. So, unless you get me, yes, it don't mean no when it comes to accepting invitations. Commandment four, man, for the host. Know your crowd. Know the people you're inviting. Um, mm-hmm. Don't mix questionable people with, 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 with people that are, are uh, I guess you could say, uh, people who are, don't make, don't make questionable people with solid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, don't bring your boy who you know is a wild dude, but at the same time, you got some people there that are easily stumbled in a fence. Yeah. You know, don't try to mix this, man. You know, if, if you got squad coming over, stick with squad. If you got some other people coming over there, you're trying to, you know, fight them, stick with them. Yep. Yep. Can't agree you can with you more. Much, you pretty much know the personalities you can mix and you can't mix. Yep. Because I've seen disaster, man. I've seen disaster. Commandment five for the host. Divulge. Divulge all details up front. Okay. Can you bring your, your wife? Can you bring your kids? Um, is it confidential? Should I keep the invitation to myself? Or am I free? Oh, my Other God. People? Yes. Okay. Yes. I hate this it one, when... This, this is my favorite one right here that you're talking about. I hate it. And this this goes across the board for all gatherings. I hate it when a dude tells me, yeah, I'm going to have some brothers over mm-hmm. to watch the game. Okay, you having some brothers over to watch the game? Cool, man. That's what I do. I get there, and everybody's wife is also there. And it's like, dude, how come you ain't telling me to bring my wife? Like, oh. now, now my wife looks awkward because she's the only wife who didn't show up. Because you right. divulge all the details to me. Yep. Okay, divulge all the details. How hard is that? That happened to me before. Are, are, are the is it, is it just a brother thing, or is it is families included? Yeah. You know, are will there be alcohol? Should I not bring alcohol? You know, because you don't want to be that. You don't want to be the only dude that comes through with a thirty pack of ice out. Now you look like an alcoholic. Right. <laughs> All right, that 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 brings me to Commandment Six. Uh, where am I? Six. Oh, don't drink. Oh, that's a given. No, you don't limit. be that. Don't be that. Don't don't be that dude. Don't be that dude. You 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 one of them. You one of them heavy-headed niggas that like to get heavy wherever you go. You don't know your limit, and you know mm-hmm. at the end of the night you're saying inappropriate things. Coming all out your pants now, 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 now. As a appointed man, now I gotta take care of you now, cause right. you didn't made a, a, a behind of yourself in front of a, a crowd. He got to get these pants. spiritual hands. You know, I gotta take you outside, touch you up a little bit. Right. You don't know your limit, man. <laughs> if you like to get, if you like to get heavy like that, man, stay at home, man. Don't nobody yes. feel like dealing with that, man. Cause now you're yes. somebody else's time. Yes. You know, like, and I, I like to have a drink myself, man. But man, yo, don't, don't, don't be getting heavy like that, man. Like, don't overdo it. Don't prove. Don't be out there proving that you this this drinking uh, connoisseur. You know, I drink this. I drink that. I mix this with that. Oh, you need to try this. This is dope. Oh, look, look at me. And, and you, and you, you trying to give tips on all these drinks, and you taking shots of them. 
and you ain't really taking account of what you're drinking. And the next thing you know, you all in, all in some brother face, grab heavy alcohol. Nobody don't want to. Nobody don't want to see you, man. Yeah, man. He, he, know, know your limits, man. Know your limits. Don't don't even get heavy like that in someone else's house. It's, it's, it's disrespectful, and, and I don't want to see it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see it. You know, please keep that in mind, y'all. Know your limits, man, when it comes to the alcohol. Okay. Uh, yeah. Commandment seven. Forget. Please leave at a respectable time. Okay. <laughs> okay. If the I got a few that's, that do not want to leave. If the game is over at like 8, 8, 30, 9 o'clock, you should not be leaving at no 11, 11, 30 or close to midnight, man. Like, yeah. only if you got, like, squad privileges should that be the case. And even then, it's like, yo, we still got to be up and go to, we still got to be up in the morning and go to work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, leave at a respectful time, man. Don't be, don't be hanging around, you know. I ain't got nothing to talk about, too. Don't, don't have nothing to talk about, you know. Yeah, that too. That too. Yeah, if you got something deep you want to touch on with somebody, that's one thing, but... You just hanging out just to be out, man. It's like go home, man. You see the host trying to clean up. Like, right. Like that should be the clue. Right, right. Commandment where we at? That was seven? Was yeah. Seven? Okay. That was commandment. yeah. Commandment eight, man. Respect my cred, man. Don't sit in no chairs. I, 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 I <laughs> don't sit in no chairs that you don't see nobody else sitting Don't go in my cabinets to get a cup. Don't don't put don't put mm-hmm. your big nigga lips on none of my silverware. <laughs> you know. Oh uh, man. Uh, you know I, I'm providing plastic forks and spoons, man. Do not go in my. You shouldn't have to go in my cabinets for anything, man. Oh, that's a pet peeve for me. Don't go in my cabinets looking for ketchup or 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 or, or uh, <laughs> a tumbler glass for your drink for your six drink. Yeah. Mess. No. Nope. They got see Dollar Tree is the best because you can go to Dollar Tree, you can get plastic cups, plastic phones, spoons, plastic knives, all that stuff. You have all your amenities, and then when you or here's a here's a rule that I want to throw in there too, and it's not gonna go in, in the middle of your rules, but it's just not even a rule. But what this is something to look for when you go to a gathering. When you go to a gathering, the people that's hosting should have salad dressing. Owl sauce, hot sauce, all of that stuff should already be on display. So you don't have to go into somebody's counter or ask somebody, hey, you got ketchup? Oh, hey, you got sriracha sauce? Hey, you got <laughs> peppy sauce? Like, what? <laughs> you know, just. Right, right. My crib ain't no right. Have your stuff already out. Have your stuff already displayed. So you, so you, that won't give your guests no excuse to have to go into anything you like. Don't go in that cabinet trying to look for something you like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have it out, man. Have it out. Have but, it out. But, but the general rule of thumb, the general rule of law, man, just just respect your career. Don't be going in nobody's cabinet to go or for nothing. Yes. I hate that. All right. My house ain't your personal restaurant. Exactly. Um, number nine. This, this commandment is for guests. And, the, and this applies to more than just Super Bowl parties. Eat what you put in. Yeah. Don't come through with five dollars and eat twenty-five dollars worth. <laughs> <laughs> don't 
Don't come do with five. Don't come do with five dollars and try to take a bunch of ribs. Taking home plates for people who ain't even there. Oh yeah, my, 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 my boy, my boy said bring him. No, nah, man, your boy ain't here. Tell your boy to kiss my grip. <laughs> okay. Dude, you can't even get a McDonald's meal for five dollars these days. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. Yeah, don't don't do that, man. Don't don't. It's five dollars shouldn't even be the minimum anymore. Yeah, ten in the new millennium. Yeah, ten ten is definitely the minimum. Ten is definitely the minimum. I mean, five ain't enough. Man. I mean, ten, ten, uh, ten bucks will get you what? Five wings and some celery sticks or something these days? Yeah, pretty much. You know, do not do that. Do not put in five bucks and then eat, like I say, eat twenty, thirty dollars worth of food. You, you walking out of there with a whole pizza, man? Stop that, dude. Yeah, okay. that's not good. <laughs> All right, and the final, the final commandment, man. Shut up while the game is playing. Please, please. I'm going to add one on top of that. And don't stand in the way of the TV, bro. <laughs> Who's still doing oh. that? Bro, bro, I went to one party. I went to one Super Bowl party some years back, man. It was it was this particular sister. She kept standing up, getting in the way. And she's not even into the game. She just kept standing up every time something happened. And you like... And, and her husband is trying to tell her, sit down, sit down. She, he kept grabbing her, like, sit down. And it's like, come on, man. Everybody's there trying to watch the game. Don't stand up. Like, <laughs> just just sit, watch, react. And that's it. Don't get animated. Yeah, yeah. And, and more importantly, just shut up. Like, yeah. if, if you do not know how the rules of football um, are laid out, the Super Bowl was not the time to get caught up to speed on it. Yeah. Like, don't ask me why they're kicking the ball. Don't ask me who has the ball. Don't ask me why the ref made this particular call. Like, like, yo, if you don't know about football, just sit there and shut up and let the people who know about it. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 I, and don't tell me that you know who Drew Brees is. Don't tell me that you know who Tom Brady is. Okay, duh. Duh. We all know who Tom Brady is. You know, and, right? I know him. Yeah, like, come on, man. Like, who don't who don't know him? Uh, right? Nobody don't care. Nobody cares. Like, yeah, please, please, shut up. The the, the halftime show—that's when all the conversation should be going down. Yeah, yeah, y'all can do all the talking in the world during that because I can care less, especially this year with Maroon Five performing. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's a that's another conver- That's another topic for another day. I'm still mad about that. But other than that, like, I mean, come on. You know, <laughs> but but there you have it, man. There you have it. Those, there you have it. My, so my my, my so y'all. Super Bowl party commandments. If you follow these rules, both hosts and guests, you can yeah. make your Super Bowl party a success. Sin- yo yo, what up? What up? All right, man. Anchor is acting like fools today, boy. Man, they 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 man, they coming with a vengeance today, man. They messing me up. But um. I was just saying in closing, if you if you apply these rules, your your Super Bowl party and your other guests will be a success. Definitely. So uh, keep that in mind. To add on top of that too is this: <laughs> if you got kids, please have a room for them where they could be like you know they can mingle separately from where the game action is. 
because that can get disturbing too, man. You got kids running around and you trying to watch the game, and kids don't care about the game; they just care about playing. You know, so how was hey? I got a that. better idea. I got a better idea. How about you just don't involve families at all? Like, like I know that sounds cold, Hardy. True. But this is my thing. All year, all year round, who's watching football? It's us. So guys. why is it for the Super Bowl? How come all of a sudden we got a crowbar in our family and 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 and, and inconvenience everyone else that we're pushing our family on? Like, like, right. how did that become a thing? Like, we watch football. It's just the dudes watching it all year. Then all of a sudden, for the last game, everybody wants to watch. You know, it's like, why can't we yeah. just have this? Why can't we just have this to ourselves? Why do I have to bring my wife? Exactly. Like, I don't mind bringing my wife to kids, but they ain't in the football like that. Right. Right. And there are some wives, shout outs to some of those wives that are into the football game. You know, my wife in general, she's big and she she's into the football. She don't watch it during the season, but when she is at a Super Bowl party, she's more into the game than I am. So, you know, shouts out to those wives. But the ones that, you know, the people that really don't care about the game and they just there for social, you know, just because it's a social event, like, obey these and you'll be all right. You won't irritate us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's like the, to the to the wives and sisters out there. You know, it's cool, y'all. Y'all want to spend this time with your husbands and everything. But y'all, y'all, y'all do plenty. Y'all do plenty. Let let us let us have our thing, man. Like I'm not like I said. I'm not setting no hard and fast rules here with that. But like, it's just something to think about. Just something to think about. Because yeah, once yeah. you involve the family, man, it's too many moving parts. Yeah, it is. It is. And it gets complicated. So, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, man, Anchor, you owe us one this this week. <laughs> Cut so much time from our set our segment. I, I don't have time to cover our, our theater space, but we'll save it for next week. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about breakfast spots, man. We're going to get deep into that. We're going to get deep into that. But real quick, I want to give out some awards, man, before we end our show. I'm going to start off with the You Played Yourself Award. Let's do it. Let's do it. My my You Played Yourself Award goes to LeVar Ball. Did you see footage of this dude shooting air balls the other day? I did not. Jacoby, and this man could not even graze <laughs> the rim. He's shooting three-pointers at his son's game. Wow. And, he's, it, it, and I'm talking about they not even touching the rim, bro. I'm like, bro, you did all that talking a couple of years back. Talking about you can beat Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley and all these dudes. You can't even shoot. Now we now we know where Come his son gets it from. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Both of his sons, two of his sons. I heard his youngest son a little bit better, but yeah, dude. Come on. Come on. Big baller brand. Ain't nobody not well, that ain't the essence of war, <laughs> but you played yourself, big baller brand. Oh man. Uh, you got a similar award or you want to go off to the to Oh the man we can keep it moving to the essence of Otis man I got nothing uh, Okay so Who, what, who are you spraying oh, your man, fragrance dude, on Upon further review <laughs> Shout out to Greg <laughs> Upon further review man I gotta give it to Jimmy Butler Yeah Yeah definitely I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that It's like dude Philly Like Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid had a Loyal fan base had the loyalty of the of the Sixer fan base before you came along, dude. So like, 
stop trying to stop trying to remake the team in your image. Yeah, big time, big time. You get a big award. Uh, I I, I kind of sprayed a little bit. I got I gave him a stick earlier, so I'm gonna keep the sticks going. I'm gonna keep the African sticks going. And I'm gonna just get him that. Cool, cool. Yeah, um, I'm also going to give my award to the Golden Globes. Hmm. What did they do? Did anybody uh, did anybody watch it? I know it went down, but I have no idea who won what. I, I think I know the guy from, from uh, Bohemian Rhapsody won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won for Best Actor and um, uh, Marshall. How do you say his name? Ali, uh, the, bro- the, the brother that played the Green Marshala. Maharshala, yeah, Maharshala Ali at one for Green Book. What did he and he won for supporting, which I'm like, really, bro? Wasn't the movie about Don Shirley? Yeah, I thought he was a star. How is he a supporting actor? Yeah, that's why I'm saying that's why I'm giving this award to the Golden Globes. Y'all got it wrong. Y'all messed up. Y'all should have gave this man best actor instead of best supporting actor. But you know how the Golden Globes do. You know how the Oscars do it. And that's why nobody watched it. Nobody came to see it. And you get this essence of Otis Award <laughs> from yours truly, Magnificent Vibes. Wear, wear it proudly, Golden Globe. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, we got the Cuddy Award. I was going to give it to somebody else, but I'm, I'm going to give my Cuddy Award to Cody Parker because it took him a, a lot of courage. It took him uh, it took him some courage to stand in front of those cameras and take a punch in the face down a flight of stairs after missing that 43-yard field goal and basically accepting the blame that they ended up losing that game because of his missed field goal. Yeah, props to him. Props to him. That was a boss move. You know, take yeah. an accountability for that. I give it to him. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, with that said, ain't nobody coming to see him next year. So, it is what it is. Last but not least, I got a client that's waiting, so I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm going to just briefly go over vibes of the week. What you, what you been bumping? Man, this week, or currently, currently, I should say, uh, I am bumping the Ghost Dog soundtrack. Okay. Hey. Okay. Uh, very underrated motion picture soundtrack. Lots of great stuff from Wu Tang Clan, RZA, a lot of Wu Tang affiliates. Check it out. It's it's almost like a time capsule, man. It was like when that whole camp was still good, man, and you know making some real real dope hip hop. So check that out if y- if y'all haven't. Dope. Uh, I've been listening to Zion Three still. By uh, Ninth Wonder. Oh, okay, cool. Zion Three. I, I would say this is it was better than the first Zion. Still not better than Zion Two. Um, Zion Three fell a little short of that instant impact that Zion Two had. But after listening to it a few more times, I, I was like, okay, he he's got some gems. He got some nice gems on here, and and it's pretty good. Also, uh, vibes and stuff. You guys did the common. Um, discography, right? Yeah, we we ranked Common's albums uh, best to worst uh, for our, for this week's Magnum Open. So that that episode's getting rated. Oh, okay, <laughs> cool, cool. Well, I actually 
listen to the August Green that inspired me to listen to August Green. It's not a common album, but it's one of those albums I forgot. Like I kind of I started listening to it when it first came out, then I kind of went away from it because it was so much more stronger material out there. But I actually went back and listened to that August Green. It's pretty dope, man. Okay, I've been meaning to check that out. Yeah, it's dope, man. It's a good listen. It's a good listen. It's a real chill album. You know, it's one of those albums you just play in the background, let it ride, no cursing, and it's pretty good. So, big shout outs to Common and, and uh, Robert Glasper uh, for putting that project together. That's what's up. So, uh, until next week, man, we got a big show. Can't wait to hear this story. <laughs> man, dude, it's, it's riveting. It's riveting. Dilly dilly. <laughs> Can't wait to hear it, man. Can't wait to hear it. And uh, we look forward to talking about some breakfast and uh, whatever. We definitely going to talk about it here on Magnificent Vibes. Definitely, definitely. All right, man. So with that, man, I bid you adieu, man. I'm going to get back to work. All right. We'll see you on the next one. All right. Peace, 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 peace.
Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. <laughs>